welcome to the Grumps Blog Podcast, episode number six, dated 16th of October 2020. As usual, we've got a few things lined up for you. We have got a funny news story. It's about a hot and sexy GP surgery. I'm going to have a rant. Subject today is lies, damn lies and statistics. I've got a dad joke for you. And then some events from this week in history. Oh yes, it's time now for the funny story. This one lifted from the Metro on the 14th of August 2020. It's about a GP surgery that got confused for a hot and sexy sauna club in a phone number mix-up. Let's read it. A GP surgery has confused patients after a bizarre mix-up with their phone made calls from them display as being from an adult entertainment venue. Aspen Medical Centre in Gloucester told Twitter followers on Tuesday that if they've received any unexpected calls from a liaison's sauna club in Rochdale, it's likely to be from the medical centre and not from the sauna. They blamed a persistent error with the UK telephone system. As the strange mishap occurred during a hot week, the clinic treated the mishap with good humour. They wrote, It's hot. In fact, it's hotter than a sauna club in Rochdale. Incidentally, if you get a telephone call from Liaison's Sauna Club, please answer, because it's Aspen Medical Practice trying to call you. It's a long story, just trust us on this one. We are not a sauna club. As of yet, the sauna club, which described itself on Facebook as hot and sexy adult entertainment venue, has not addressed the mix-up. Its last social media post was in 2017 when it advertised a Valentine's Day event with lashings of lust and boasted of sensual playrooms fitted with huge beds for group fun. Many have responded to the medical practices tweet by poking fun at the prospect of receiving calls from the massage parlour. One said, I'm waiting on a call from the sauna, will it show up as Aspen Medical Practice? Another joked, this could get some husbands and wives into trouble when they look at the caller ID. According to the doctors, the mishap started happening two years ago when they switched to a new system. The surgery also tweeted, other than causing periodic embarrassment and a few laughs at our expense, it might explain why it feels that a lot of our calls go unanswered by patients who've asked us to call them. This does cost us time, which is not welcome at a time of considerable demand or pressure. Quote ends. Well, what a wonderful story. Um, You can't imagine two more different uh, services at the end of your phone and having to trust them and answer the one from the sauna club must be a little uh, worrying if there's any doubt in a relationship. So really good story. And it's now time to move on. Yes, it's time for my rant. This week's rant is entitled Lies, Damn Lies and Statistics. In a blog and a podcast a couple of weeks ago, 
I wrote about the great British press, their ability to fill hours of broadcast time and newspaper columns with no facts at all. I find this really quite staggering. However, if you ask for the plain facts, then you are opening your arms to a deluge of statistics. Not just statistics, but lies, damn lies and statistics. Statistics are dangerous. Sounds like an odd statement? Perhaps, but please hear me out. I do believe that you can find statistics that you can use to prove anything that you want. Equally, you can find statistics that will disprove it. Not only this, but people often don't know what the statistics represent, nor do they always understand what is good and bad. I see this almost every day of my working life. At its simplest, I could say to you that 50% of the people in a pub like me. Conversely, 50% of the people in the pub don't like me. Perhaps an overly simplistic example, but hopefully you get what I mean. So why do I choose to discuss this topic right now? Well, right now, in the middle of a pandemic, we need clear and concise information. When I spoke about the great British press, talking about no facts for hours on end, I stated that I wanted facts rather than rumour. Equally, I don't want statistics overload, nor do I want more ambiguity and confusion. We have enough ambiguity and confusion right now. If you look on the internet for statistics on coronavirus, you will find them. Boy, will you find them. But what are they telling us? If you know, then you're probably a better person than me. Whilst the topic can cover anything, it's pertinent to discuss the COVID stats. We are deluged with graphs and charts. The media is full of them. But you don't need to look too far to see that the stats presented are rarely independent. Let's face it, bad news and sensationalism sells newspapers. They attract audiences. The press flutters with shock and awe, almost to the level of doomsday prophecies. Infections are going through the roof. Hospital admissions are rising after only a day or two of new rules. Does that sound familiar? If you look at what the stats are, spend some time thinking about them, understand them. You soon learn that they don't always make sense. Yet, how many people actually do that? Who takes a look at the charts and then just listens to the commentary? They believe what they are told, not always what they need to think about. It's human nature, the easy path. So what do we do? Well, firstly, identify the question that you want an answer to. Don't think about the answer that you want. Be open-minded. Then, do your own research and build the understanding of what information you need to help you answer your question. Then, you go away and source the data from a reliable source that you trust. 
stick with that data understand the data the data you want may not always give you a happy answer if you expect that you will start looking for a different data that will tell you what you want to hear and what's the point in that it can be difficult in a busy world to take the time to look digest and form your own opinion it is so much easier to accept what you are told but question what you are told think about it it may be that someone will challenge your opinion and findings that's fine in fact it's better than fine genuine open discussion is good always have an open mind but if you have developed your own opinion rather than borrowing someone else's you will be able to stand your ground so in summary please don't take every statistic you see at face value understand the data and what you might expect don't always trust what you're being told as is a common term right now follow the science Okay, it's time for the dad joke, and it's a bad one today, a very, very bad one. Here we go. I bumped into a friend of mine the other day. I was a little surprised as he was just standing in the middle of the pavement, staring at his bike lying on the ground. I said, hey mate, what's up with the bike? To which he replied, it won't stand up on its own. Slightly worried, I asked, why won't your bike stand up on its own? He responded with, because it's too tired. Now it's time to have a look back at a few things that happened in the week gone by, in years gone by. We're going to start with the 12th of October. Why not? So, in 1984, on the 12th of October, the IRA bombed the Grand Hotel in Brighton, where the British Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher, was staying. Five people died. In 1968, Hugh Jackman was born, the Australian actor, famous for his long-running role as Wolverine in X-Men, as well as his lead in Prestige, Australia and Les Miserables, for which he received his first Academy Award nomination for Best Actor. In 1966, the Jimi Hendrix experience forms, with Jimi Hendrix, Noel Redding and Mitch Mitchell joining to form that band. In 1935, Luciano Pavarotti was born. The Italian opera singer also crossed over into popular music, eventually becoming one of the most commercially successful tenors of all times. 150 years ago on this day, 1915, the Ford Motor Company under Henry Ford 
manufactures its one millionth automobile at the River Rouge plant in Detroit. Moving on to the 14th of October, another date we're picking on. In 1974, the Everly Brothers song, Wake Up Little Susie, reaches number one in the charts. In 1968, the opening of the rebuilt Euston Railway Station in London, England. The original Euston Railway Station was London's first mainline station and the first station to connect London with another city. It was planned by George and Robert Stevenson and was designed by Philip Hardwick and opened in 1837. When the station was first proposed, its land was still farmland, but it quickly became one of London's busiest stations. It was controversially redeveloped in 1960 and its original entrance portico, the Doric Arch in Euston, was dismantled. In 1940, we had the birth of Harry Roger Webb, otherwise known as Sir Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard was Britain's answer to the invasion of rock and roll from the USA in the 1950s. Richards is the third top-selling singles artist in the United Kingdom's history. In 1939, the birth of Ralph Lauren. Yes, the famous fashion designer born in the United States of America, I believe in the Bronx. So uh, that doesn't get much difference, does it? 1927 saw the birth of Roger Moore. The famous English actor was famous for that James Bond role and he is credited with bringing a lighter style to the character. In total, Moore made seven James Bond films from Live and Let Die in 1973 to A View to a Kill in 1985. He rose to stardom initially playing Simon Templer in the British television show The Saint where he developed his suave persona. That show ran from 1962 to 1969. In 1926, A.A. Milne's book, Winnie the Pooh, was released. In 1322, Robert the forcing Edward to accept Scotland's independence. Some say that is still going on. And in 1066, the Battle of Hastings, William the Conqueror and his Norman army defeat the English armed forces of Harold II, who is killed in the battle. And that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, you can find out more about us at thegrumps.co.uk. Follow us on Twitter at The Grumps Blog or about Facebook, facebook.com, The Grumps Blog. Thank you for listening. Please do share. And if you've enjoyed it, come back next week for more.